Hello and welcome to CM Conversations, the podcast from Charlton Morris, where we've gone out into the world of business, hunting down interesting topics and projects to discuss with the people who put them in action or brought them into the news. I'm Chris Holland, Head of Marketing here at Charlton Morris and your host. So this episode is no exception, um, as today we're focusing right at the cutting edge of medical technology um, with this week's guest, who is Jeff Darchis, CEO and founder of OneDrop, a medical device business specializing in diabetes management. One of the reasons that I was so keen to speak to Jeff was because of the approach he and OneDrop have taken when designing and developing the OneDrop offering. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll leave that to him to, to tell you the full story as to why he's chosen to do what he's done. Um, I interrupted Jeff's busy schedule for about half an hour, uh, during which we discussed a lot of the motivations for founding OneDrop in the way that he did as a diabetes uh, sufferer. Um, and as a sneak preview, a lot of that was to do with his desire to stop feeling like a patient and start being a diabetic. So, you know, once again, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and on our podcast generally. So after you have listened, please do send us an email to the address in the description if you've got anything you'd like to add to the conversation. But that's all for me for now. um, And I'll leave you to listen into my chat with Jeff from OneDrop. Thanks very much, Jeff. Um, I suppose if you want to kick us off with an introduction to, to you and, and your background, that'd be great. Great. Thanks, Chris. Uh, and thanks to all the listeners and appreciate you having me on. Um, I'm Jeff Dotchus. I'm the founder and CEO of OneDrop. And uh, I'm really excited to talk a little bit about our story. Um, for some of you that um, haven't heard, you know, I am a type 1 diabetic. Um, type one person with diabetes. And I founded OneDrop uh, after being diagnosed with diabetes in 2013 with the idea that a modern uh, data-driven support system for people with diabetes was missing uh, from the marketplace. And we thought, you know, perhaps there was a way to create something that um, people would find useful uh, that could help them uh, make better choices and would allow them to change the trajectory of the way that they live with chronic conditions. Excellent. Um, so, I mean, OneDrop is 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 many things, isn't it? Um, it's. I mean, you, you know, we can we can look on the website, and something we'll get onto later is the importance of of aesthetics to to you and the products that you sell, which I think is an mm-hmm. interesting conversation. Um, but. I suppose. Do you want to, in your words, just give us an introduction to to one drop, one drop, and you know what 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 is it in in your words? What do you see? What do you see the business and the offering as? Great. Yeah, you know, you, you, I think you you hit it on the head. One drop as a platform is many things. Um, it's rooted in three core capability sets. Uh, the first is um, a connected ecosystem of devices. Um, and the OneDrop Chrome glucose meter that we sell, that you see on our, on our website, um, is one of those connected devices. We try to make it um, simple, convenient, affordable, and easy to um, test your blood glucose often you know, with the OneDrop Chrome glucose meter, and then have that data imported seamlessly into the OneDrop platform. Um, we also integrate with thousands of other devices and thousands of other apps to allow for all of the data that you need to make better choices with sleep, with food, with medications, with physical activity, with exercise, with um, stress. 
with all of the different things that you have going on in your daily life that some people are measuring with their watches or their Fitbits or their um, sleep trackers or their uh, nutrition trackers or their activity trackers or their exercise um, gear, that all of that stuff really informs the choices that you make with, a, with diabetes or other chronic conditions. And we bring all that stuff together. So a connected ecosystem of devices, including the OneDrop Chrome glucose meter, which um, allows for convenient, easy, and affordable access to both glucose information, but also the test strips that you need. They're delivered direct to your door. Um, it's really inexpensive. It's really convenient. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. You don't need a prescription. You don't need insurance. You don't need a doctor. Um, you just, just subscribe to OneDrop. Um, and it's pretty badass looking. I mean, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> cool looking product. Um, and I'll get into the aesthetics of that in a minute. That's our first core capability set connected ecosystem. The second core capability set is one-on-one -on -one dedicated coaching. And so you get a personal diabetes coach or chronic condition coach in the app. And it's a human, it's, it's your own dedicated coach, your, your, your own like person that you can text um, anytime you need help, 247-365. You're trying to fit into that dress for the wedding and you're trying to lose some weight. You're trying to um, uh, uh, manage a, a series of high blood glucose values that you don't really understand why. You've always got someone right there in the app that you can talk to. And then we've got these personalized programs that allow you to achieve the goals that you have. So if you're really trying to get your A1C levels in diabetes to a certain point, or you're trying to lose some weight, or you have high cholesterol and you're trying to lower that cholesterol or lower your blood pressure, um, a one-drop program with a personal you know, health coach can help you get there really, you know, more easily. And so um, one, you know, that's exciting to have somebody that you can talk to, because for me, as a person with diabetes, it's pretty lonely. Um, I only get to the doctor, you know, a few minutes a year. And so to have somebody, yeah. you know, there with me, the 8,759 hours a year that I'm not at the doctor um, is really a helpful thing for all of the times in which I'm really struggling with my health conditions. Um, and then the third core capability set is really, I think, the, the cool, uh, another cool thing, which is um, our AI-powered glucose predictions and predictive insights. And so with, you know, now um, uh, over a million and a half users in 195 countries with over, in over 10 languages, um, we're bringing in a lot of data, and that data is very predictive to help people make better choices to avoid collisions before they even happen, Right. A lot of healthcare today is about treating the symptoms of problems that have already occurred. We're measuring diagnostics in our body about things that have already happened. With OneDrop Predictive Insights, we're predicting what's going to happen with great accuracy and then giving you some insight on how you can change your behavior to avoid the problem before it even happens. And so preventative, predictive, proactive health support um, is the third core capability cell of the OneDrop platform. Um, and so again, you know, connected ecosystem of devices, including the OneDrop Chrome glucose meter, one-on-one uh, -on -one personalized coaching programs and dedicated personal coaches, uh, and then AI predictive insights are the core sort of components that make up uh, the OneDrop platform, which is giving people predictive, proactive, behavior change-oriented capability sets to um, change the trajectory of the health condition that they have um, in a really positive, empowering way. And part of that, to answer the question, is really the aesthetics that you mentioned, right? 
Um, yeah. What role does aesthetics play? And the idea that making a product gorgeous so that people will want to use it, so that they'll want to have it, they'll want to engage with it, um, is part of the one drop ethos. It's about empowering people to make better choices. And if you're using a crappy thing that, the, that you got at the pharmacy and you hate it, you're really feeling like I have this disease. But when you're using something that feels like a, you know, super cool, like you, you're, you feel like a diabadass. You know, and feeling like a diabetes <laughs> is part of the ethos of empowerment that is core to OneDrop. Yeah, uh, it's it's really interesting, and I think one of the. I think one of the one of the interesting things is, I mean, I've, anyone who, who isn't familiar with you guys, I would recommend going on your website and watching some of the the testimonials from customers, which I think are particularly yeah. impactful. And I, I think something that stands out for me is that it, it sort of feels as though you, you're pulling diabetes treatment, you know, kicking and screaming into the 21st century and <laughs> in, incorporating so many of these 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 bits of modernity, you know, like like yes. Internet of Things, like connective connectivity that we've seen in all these other industries and and, and point it into this and exactly. th but i think the the affordability angle is something that a lot of the testimonials speak about which which i think is really interesting because something that i you know i wasn't aware of is 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 the expense of having diabetes yes um mm. so yeah i mean how do you tackle that that's a subscription model isn't it that that helps keep those costs down and they say that the, the customers that they say you know they don't have to worry about a, a test strip not working and and you know that's 40 cents or a dollar down the drain yeah. and you fix that yeah i mean we've we've tried to at least you know to try to make yeah. the products really affordable um and taking a consumer angle you know the healthcare industry has largely been driven through the the medical systems and you're kind of stuck with what they give you in the way they give it to you and you're making appointments you know four months in advance and trying to see the doctor and you know and then delivered getting delivered a sort of a crappy experience we tried to rethink the whole experience including affordability um, including convenience including style including accessibility to everybody in the world on their mobile phone including effectiveness you know so when you think about effective affordable accessible um stylish um approach to consumerized care the person receiving that is like heck yeah that's exactly what i wanted you know i i i i, I want i have that in every other aspect of my life i can do my banking on my phone i can you know order food and have it delivered in 15 minutes to my office i can do i can make airline reservations or do tons of other stuff that is modern in the world today, all of our on our mobile phones. And yet in healthcare, why can't we manage our conditions that way with something that works really well for us at a price that's, you know, affordable? And um, so you hit it on the head. I think that's that's just part of the experience, um, you know, that we try to focus on. Yeah, it's something. I mean, it's it is something that stood out to me because I think usually the the cooler looking and more high tech a thing is the the more expensive it is. But obviously, in this case, by shifting the whole focus onto the consumer, you've you've been able to sort of navigate that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you've mentioned preventative healthcare, and that's obviously a big part of what what you guys are doing with the AI platform. Um, that's something that we're seeing across the life science, across the medical device markets that that we're working. In. I mean, what what do you think, you know, what, 
where, where's the limit? How you know how preventative can we be? What you know what do you see as being the the, the, the potential of this 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 AI enabled big data preventative platform? Mm -hmm. It's a great question, and we're really in the sort of very first early stages of that. Um, but let's look at the problem set, at least in diabetes, prediabetes, and weight loss. Um, you've got, you know, 30 million Americans with diabetes and about 500 million people with diabetes worldwide. And then you've got about 80 million Americans with prediabetes and then another 500 million people worldwide with prediabetes. And so with the number of people that you have with a condition like this, and that doesn't count, you know, hypertension um, or high cholesterol or obesity. Um, but in those categories that I mentioned alone, you really have a runaway freight train problem, a pandemic um, of, of, of diabetes and prediabetes at a minimum. And so the number of people continues to increase. The, um, the intensity of the cost curve continues to increase for treating those conditions. I don't know if you know, but uh, in America, $300 billion a year is spent on diabetes care. Globally, this year, it'll be $825 billion spent on diabetes care alone. And so, again, oh. runaway pandemic as far as the numbers go, runaway cost basis as far as treating those people with con those conditions go, something's got to give, right? We've got to be able to get to a place where we can predict, prevent, and be proactive about the problems that are going to happen. And I think, you know, we have one way of looking at it, which is that the, 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 the data from all of the things that we do every day, the things we eat, the medications we take, the glucose information, our exercise, and, you know, hundreds of other biomarkers are indicative and predictive to what's going to happen to us for problems that could happen to us down the line both today, you know, how do I avoid the tree, the collision, you know, the problem today, but also long-term, how can I change my behavior to avoid problems in the future? And OneDrop focuses on both of those areas. The ability to change behavior right now over the next, let's say four or five hours to avoid problems today. But then if I do that every day, if I'm avoiding problems every single day, then the long-term trajectory of my own health and of all of the people using the OneDrop platform starts to affect those numbers, you know, from a population basis. And it starts to impact both the cost curve and uh, the health trajectory of all of those people that we were just talking about. And so I think, you know, we're, we're one, one small little cog in that wheel and we're just trying to, you know, figure it out. But I think we've got a really uh, a good um, first step in helping to create predictive, preventative, and proactive uh, stance to some of these health problems we're seeing in society today. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that, I suppose the, the numbers you mentioned are, are staggering, aren't they? The 80 million, 80 million Americans pre-diabetic. I suppose if you can, in, you know, if we if you can reduce that proportion of, of pre-diabetic Americans to becoming diabetic by one percent or 0.5 percent through, then it must be even in, you know, not not to reduce it just to, to to sort of black and white figures, but in terms of lost time from work and things like that, the the amounts are staggering, aren't they? They really are in terms of yeah. the impact you can have. Yep.
And, and that's yeah. really what's exciting about it, especially when you're delivering that through a mobile phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's where things start to get really interesting because you can take cost out of the system that's largely well-suited for acute care, you know, a, a broken elbow or a, a, a hospitalization that's required for, for uh, you know, an emergency or, or something, you know. But for chronic conditions, that system isn't well-suited. And so we're taking no. a tool that's used to fix people and applying it towards a problem that can't be fixed because it's chronic. And you end up having a very high cost, uh, uh, low efficiency rate at, at making a difference in those conditions. And I don't know if you, you've, you've explored the, the details, but the healthcare industry broadly worldwide has delivered, you know, dozens of new treatment pathways to diabetes and prediabetes over the last decade or even a couple of decades. Um, and they've extracted over a trillion dollars in revenue for those products and hundreds of billions of dollars in share buybacks and dividend distributions um, to the shareholders of those companies. But guess what the improvement in the lives of people with diabetes has been over that same time frame? I'm going to guess not very high. <laughs> Zero. In fact, it's yeah. negative. Negative wow. progress. In fact, people with diabetes globally... Not only are there more of them and is it more expensive, but it's gotten worse. And so if we can't think about this problem in a different way, if we can't start coming at this problem with data-driven, personalized, consumerized, self-care that's empowered to help people make better choices, I don't know how we're going to solve this problem. And that's really what I focus on every single day. Yeah. That's, I mean, when you put it like that in particular, you know, when you speak of the amount of money that people have made from this industry without it actually, without it actually, you know, benefiting the patients that, that need it is, it is shocking. And it's, it's almost as though the healthcare system for such a long time has been treated as, 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 a, as a B2B industry, broadly speaking, whereas in actual fact, it's the most personal and the most individual aspect of your whole life isn't it so it seems yeah. as though the, the the shift to the consumer focused healthcare products is something that is surprising that hasn't happened more quickly yeah 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 i mean um, we you know and and that 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 alone is something that is um i think a powerful driver if we can start to think about um consumer technology or consumerized approach to to care Mostly self-care, right? Because you're not going to replace health care. The doctors are great. I mean, they've spent their entire lives studying to, to help people, and they really want to. But the system isn't set up to help them be the best that they can be. And so as a complement to this really great healthcare system, um, I think that an empowered, data-driven, consumerized self-care system, you know, is really needed and something that I think is evolving you know, pretty rapidly. We're at the beginning stages of it. It's really exciting, um, but there's still so much to do. Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah, it's it's it's, it, it's a whole new way of looking at things, isn't it? It's it's really interesting, um, and that feeds into something we've talked about a couple of times, which is the aesthetics of the of of the device of you know of of, of what you guys have created there. So. How early on in the process did you, obviously you were going to be consumer focused, you were going to make it accessible to everybody, but 
how early on did you also make the decision, look, this has got to look really cool? Well, <laughs> um, I think when I was diagnosed, I was handed this um, crappy vinyl case um, okay. with, a, with a crappy zipper on it, and you open it up, and then you get this device that, that looks like, you know, a garage door opener from the 80s. Yeah. you know right it's like it's this big chunky thing and it looks like it would literally open up my garage um, yeah like i'm supposed to clip it to the roof of my car or something like that right and i'm wondering yeah. to myself i gotta carry this thing around in this crappy case and then i gotta buy the stuff from the pharmacy and like all i was like this is awful you know <laughs> this is just awful and every time i use it i feel awful you know yeah. every time i take it out i'm like wow whoever produced this spent zero time thinking about me yeah they spent zero time engaging in what what i go through every day like where am i gonna put this thing and i gotta open it up and the stuff falls out all over and like and then i gotta carry it around and i gotta test my blood at meal time and i gotta test my blood um in the morning and i test my blood at work and i like how is this thing not designed for all of those use cases right and it's yeah. just not and so it was at that moment, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, there's got to be a modern data driven approach to this stuff. And if I'm going to have to carry this thing around, you know, I want it to be diabetes. You know, I want <laughs> I want it to be the smallest, most beautiful um, product that I can make at an affordable cost. Right. Yeah. My original, you know, I had an original design that was um, a color OLED screen. It was aircraft right. aluminum, machined aircraft aluminum. Um, yeah. It had a lithium ion battery port charger on it, and it was super cool. My original, like in my head, this is what it was going to yeah. be, right? And then you get into sort of the cost mechanics of what something like that would cost. And could you sell it, you know, could you sell a $350 glucose meter with a color OLED screen and aircraft aluminum parts or whatever? And the answer is no. So you have mm. to kind of make um uh aesthetic decisions that are also economic ones to get a product to market that people will use and love but also that you can do so affordably and i think we've gotten like a we did a pretty good job at it there's some things i would improve but i think we've done a pretty good job at the first at the first step yeah certainly it's, there's no denying the, the the how good looking a device it is um and do you think that's indicative of a trend then did like is beautiful design becoming integral to medical businesses r d and, and I suppose with it, that customer focus. I, I wish that was the case. I, I wish that what you said was the truth and that, that that's happening, you know, uh, everywhere. But I, I don't really think so. Um, I, I would like that to be the case. I, I'm hoping that that's going to be the case. And you're seeing some elements of that in some of the consumerized products, like um, even in like hearing aids or um you know, thermometers that people will attach to their phones or some of the other um, interesting um, uh, medical, there's a, there's, there, there, there is some consumerized design that's happening yeah. out there. But largely, I think, um, you know, I, I, I feel like the design industry still uh, hasn't um, been tapped into the way um, some of these medical companies could to develop better products that are more useful to the user. Mm. I wish, well, that, I I wish mean, that was the case. Maybe you're seeing more of that than I am. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we, I mean, a lot of the companies we work with, a ton of 
medical device companies who are like you know in that startup phase and, and and on the life science side as well and you are seeing many more design conscious decisions being made about it but it isn't it isn't the norm and it's why something like what you guys are doing stands out um but yeah no it's 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 a really interesting conversation i think you know we're we're we, we are hopefully at the start of, of of a trend in this and i suppose if if the end goal is preventative healthcare, then to to create preventative healthcare, you need data, right, for the big data. And to do that, everyone, like you say, it needs to be second nature for everybody to, to, to record that data, which means they need something that's easy to use, ergonomically pleasing and good to look at. So if we are truly serious about preventative healthcare, then I suppose that th there's no other option, is there? I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. That is exactly what I, what, what I think it has to happen. Yeah. Well, it's it's really interesting, Jeff. And I mean, that's that's pretty much all, all my questions and everything that, that I wanted to, to chat with you about today. But I really appreciate your time. So thanks so much for, for putting the time aside to tell us a little bit more about OneDrop and about, you know, the vision and I suppose the why behind everything that, that, that you do there. Um, it's, you know, it's it is really interesting. It's exciting. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll certainly be keeping an eye on you guys and, and what you do in, in, in the future. Chris, thanks so much for the time today, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share some of the stories. Your questions were really insightful, and I'm really, really impressed. So thank you for, for allowing me to come on the show. That was my conversation with Jeff from OneDrop back in 2019. Um, my thanks go once again to Jeff for putting the time aside to speak with me uh, in what I think was a, a really interesting conversation. Um, I think from a medical perspective, you know, talking about the importance of aesthetics and design in um, what should be really customer-centric medical devices is a really interesting one um, and something that we and our medical team have started seeing more and more um, in you know new product development but i think what what we'd like to know from from you our audience is you know do you think more medical companies should follow OneDrop's lead and you know invest more into sleek slick design um, and if OneDrop are making people feel like dire badasses you know is there room for others too to to do the same in in other in other areas of medical devices or in other markets um, you know please do get involved let us know your thoughts because um, you know we always want to continue the conversations um, either in other episodes in follow-up articles or you know over email so please do use um, those those contact details um, yep, but that's all from me for today and that's all from CM Conversations. So until next time, thanks a lot for listening. Bye-bye.